What's up, everyone? Welcome to Fantasy Football BS on the BS Podcast Network with your hosts, Bryduck and me, the Snowman. This is uh, our launch episode here. This podcast is for all fantasy football players from anywhere between the newbies to the most experienced players. This podcast will help you newbies be able to dominate your league and raise that trophy and your most experienced players to stay on top. So sit back, listen up, and you'll be the one hosting that trophy at the end of your fantasy football season. It's Bride Duck and Snowman. They come from San Man. They drop a little knowledge about the fantasy program. It's fantasy football. Division rivals player. Snowman's a Bronco while Bride Duck's a Raider. But that just makes for better bullshitting. Two of the smartest football minds, so listen. A Raider in Fort Worth, a Bronco in the Bay. A mission to the top of the standings to stay. I just cracked open uh, my, my beer for the episode over here. Uh, drinking an Orderville. It's a hazy IPA from from modern times out of uh san diego that sounds delicious yeah it is it 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 is it's is it extra hoppy (laughs) (laughs) for for those of you uh i I love me some hoppy beers i don't know if this hazy ipa phase is gonna uh keep going but it'll at least keep me through this episode Uh, i'll have to crack and maybe a stronger beer by by the end of it uh how's everything going bry it's going good, man. Going good. Uh, just getting some stuff rolling over here and getting ready for the season coming up. You know, just really excited to see, uh, you know, all these free agents that, that got picked up. Um, if, if they end up panning out for some of these teams, you know, there were some big names that moved this season. And, uh, you know, most notably the quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, got Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers. You know, these are some some big names that are iconic to the teams that they left. And... Teddy really Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, you know. A lot of people don't give him a lot of credit, right? But look what he did for the Saints last year. Um, you know, holding it together when Drew Brees got injured. He, he, he did great. So I'm, I'm interested to see how he, uh, how he does this season too. It, and it's kind of crazy too, all this, all this virtual stuff, right? Like the draft, like I, I, don't, I can't even – I know you're a, a Las Vegas Raiders fan. I, I think Las yeah. Vegas lost a lot of money over here uh, with oh, yeah. having to cancel this and do a virtual draft but yeah it's wild to have seen the draft go on the way that it did this season or this this offseason you know like these these kids who have waited their entire lives to walk across that stage you know just going into it being uh you know virtual meetings virtual analysis of you know what this what this kids are going to be all about you know, looking at those prospects from a different lens this offseason must have been really challenging for teams. I think that this season is going to be really up for grabs. Um, yeah. I think, I think it comes down to, you know, who's got the most people that kind of stayed on the same rosters, athleticism, and and kind of hoping to go from there. You know, you, earlier in this offseason, you had uh, coaches like Ron Rivera saying about Dwayne Haskins and, and Kyle Allen. If, if, if there is no off-season program, we're starting Kyle Allen because he knows my system. And if, if you know, we have this off-season, you've got Dwayne Haskins, and he's going to, you know, probably be able to, to learn the system by then. But with having no off-season or that, that up in the air, I should say, um, must have been really challenging for teams going into, going into this whole, you know, season. Yeah, and something I read, and uh, Jimmy Johnson was saying that it's kind of back in the old days where it's just – 
they didn't they didn't throw so much into the interview process the psychological exams like it was just it was really game tape it was game tape and that was it yeah or or your scouts you know that just went and watched this kid and they're like this is the kid yeah you kind of had to just rely on that and and howie long said it too howie long uh obviously you love him being with the raiders but he had said that the organizations that have their scouts that have been in place that aren't the new regimes like Ron Rivera's regime are, are best suited because they, they've been together and were able to, to, to succeed in the draft. So it's, it's yeah. going to be interesting. I, I can see a couple, couple years from now, some articles being thrown out that there's a lot of busts, a lot of yeah. busts in that first round and people are kind of shooting in the dark. Or does it, or does it flip the script? You know, I was thinking about this, you know, a lot of people might put too much into that offseason stuff. And when yeah. it goes back to it, they, the, the film doesn't lie. You know, the eye in the sky does not lie. And how did this kid play? And if they base a lot of these kids off of how they played on, on, on game days, that, you know, that might be interesting, interesting to see how that, you know, pans out for some people. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And for those of you that like have Tua, uh, like Tua, you know, for instance, not not to interrupt you, but Tua going into before he got injured, he's arguably that first pick to the Bengals. Oh yeah, just the future that's going to be going on with all this virtual stuff is amazing. And I'm the snowman over here uh, with my, with my co-host uh, Bry Duck. I'm a big Denver fan, former Division two college coach from Cali. Tell us a little bit about yourself over here, Bry Duck. Yeah, uh, Las Vegas Raiders fan, uh, been playing fantasy football for, goodness, it's got to be going on 15 years now. So, you know, long time of playing fantasy football, you know, got a lot of championships under my belt, you know, and, and a lot of things that I've learned over the years and, and stuff that myself and Snow have kind of bounced ideas off of one another for years, we're finally going to bring to to you guys, the fans, the listeners, so that you guys can kind of hear how we go from the off season into, you know, pre-scouting some of these players and really honing in your guys' skills by listening to kind of examples and ideas that we're going to put forward, um, you know, for you guys to build that perfect roster and win that championship in those leagues that you guys play in. And again, this is going to be a a fantasy football podcast. That's for everyone from, from your beginners to your more advanced, uh, your beginners. There's no reason to be nervous or uh, be afraid of playing fantasy football. Listen up to us and, and we'll steer you in the right direction. And, and those obviously more, more advanced players and you'll definitely hear with, with our content that, uh, we'll definitely keep you on top of your league. Or um, everybody wants to hold up that belt, baby. Exactly, exactly. And it, hey, if if a Denver fan from California and Bryduck, a, a Las Vegas Raider fan out here in Texas, if we can come together and 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 bring this thing together for you guys, it's going to be something great. It's going to be a lot of shit talking. So okay. listen up. Yeah, um, this won't be your average mom and pop podcast here. Absolutely, absolutely not. Obviously, uh, my my beer is already a quarter of the way done. What do we What do we got going on this episode? Yeah, you know we're going to be covering why we're doing this, why you should join fantasy football, and we'll be discussing some punishment leagues. Sweet. You know, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, kick back and uh, take a listen. Yeah, and also a shout out to our, our sound engineer right here before we get started, uh, DJ Rindo.
All right, hopping in, hopping right into into our first uh, segment here again. Thank you guys for all all joining here for our launch episode. A lot of people have been asking. We've been talking to our friends, family about this for a long time now. But I, why are we doing this? Yeah, you know that, that's a that's a great question. And the reason why we're doing this is, you know, myself and Snow, we've we've for years uh, come together every every week. I I, I would say daily, we're we're texting each other. And uh, on game day, you know, really bouncing ideas off on, on last minute roster changes. And, uh, you know, let's, let's face it, between the two of us, we've got a lot of championships. And I think that the, uh, the knowledge that we have, some of the, uh, the strategies that we have going into seasons and who to pick up and where to play them, I think it's going to, uh, you know, really help out a lot of people who might even be beginners, but all the way up to intermediate to advanced players. You know, a lot of times guys give me shit saying like, oh, that's a bad idea or that's a bad idea or you should have done this, should have done that. And at the end of the year, I'm the one holding up the belt, you know, in my current league I'm in, three-time champ. I get to uh, hold that belt over everybody's head and kind of glow all season long and really um, just, you know, want to bring that to to all of the listeners and make sure that, uh, you know, when it comes to the end of the season, you're at that championship podium and not that, uh, that punishment league podium. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's brought, obviously, uh, it's able to keep us in touch again, California, Texas, uh, different time zones, being able to ask friends who live in different States and different parts of their lives and being able to just kind of bring everyone together and, be able to keep in touch. Our, our wives are, are planning trips for us now. I mean, it's, it's this experience with this podcast just in the first couple months here has been amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of, a lot of time and effort has gone into this huge thanks to uh, all of the supporters along the way, you know, you guys have been instrumental and, and really helping push this thing along. Yeah, definitely shout out to, to family and friends for, for getting us, getting us in here. Uh, obviously, uh, we got some uh, social media uh, that you can you can follow as well. Uh, Brian, hit him with that real quick. Yeah, you got us on Instagram at FantasyFootballBS. That's at FantasyFootballBS. And on uh, Twitter, you can catch us at uh, FantasyFBBS. That's FantasyFBBS. Perfect. And yeah, again, a uh, lot, a lot of content going to be. This is kind of just a launch episode, just kind of breaking it down, introduction of why we're doing this, uh, why to join fantasy leagues for for a lot of newbies and uh, people that are just your more experienced players. But uh, definitely other episodes, we're going to be talking about draft strategies, draft tools, uh, 2019 recap, how to set up your lineups, just just everything that you're going to need before going into draft day, and then continuing on to to draft day. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, I, I've been playing fantasy, oh man, it's uh, about 14, 15 years now since since high school. I think uh, it just kind of started. And uh, back then it was it was ESPN. Hey, I didn't I didn't join Yahoo until a couple years after after that. But it was kind of a new thing for for then. I, I've heard some stories about people talking about how they had to keep stats by hand, which shit is nuts <laughs> yeah yeah i've got a i've got a friend who said that they've been playing since you had to run to the the store to get a newspaper to see what everybody's stats were and they would hand calculate all these up and they would um you know send out you know uh, i guess an email blast or something 
to let all these other people know, you know, what their scores were, if they won, they were calling people by telephone. You know, there wasn't these platforms that you have nowadays where you could just instantly look and say like, oh, I won or, you know, oh, I lost. So it's, it's really interesting to see how it's evolved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And there's plenty of platforms, right? You got Yahoo, you got ESPN, you got CBS. Uh, I think Yahoo and ESPN are obviously the most popular. I went from ESPN to Yahoo. Uh, I definitely like Yahoo more than I like ESPN. But uh, I, I think I've taken, I think the only year I took off was, uh, or the years I took off were just from coaching Division Two football. And Division Two football has been able to kind of break down film from that and able to actually kind of look into this and, and help me out a little bit more. So I, I can yeah. definitely help with uh, talking about schemes and, and definitely cover three, four, three, what it, whatever it may be to, to kind of help out on the, on that defensive side here. But I mean, how long, how long you been playing, Bry? Uh, I'd say this is going into my 15th year. I think 2005 was my first season of playing similar to you, you know, uh, started off just kind of playing on, uh, I don't even think it was ESPN. I, I don't even remember what app it was, but then it evolved into Yahoo and I've stuck with Yahoo pretty much ever since. Uh, I've played a couple others along the way, um, different platforms uh, like uh, NFLs and ESPNs, but I think Yahoo's just provides the most user-friendly platform, especially when you're first you know, getting into it and starting off and you're a beginner. I would say that that's probably the easiest platform to really grasp. It's got everything right there for you. Um, player stats, you know, their rankings, uh, going into the season, you know, what their average draft position is going to be, really provides all of that stuff for you. So, um, you know, I, I really like the Yahoo app myself. And, and I, tr- I trust as much shit as I talk about the Raiders and, and everything, me being Broncos. But, I mean, I trust, I trust Bryduck's advice with my fantasy football team, with my life. When I was on my honeymoon, I, I had Bryduck over here making sure my lineup was set up for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, he's out of the country. Let me, let me change a couple of these things up. And I think it actually really paid off for you, too. Yeah, no, it, it definitely did. I think I, I definitely beat the guy by, by 60 points or something. It was, it was, and everyone was like, what? Like, how, how did you do that when you're out of the country? Well, I got an inside source. My best, my best friend over here, my co-host Bryduck over here, hooked it up. So yeah, all right, chugging along over here. Talked a bit, little bit about kind of why why we're doing this uh, fantasy podcast, as well as just kind of just a couple brief histories, so you can get to know us a little bit better. I, I think the biggest question that any any newbie or any person that has never played fantasy or maybe played one or two years and isn't really kind of into it, why do you want to join fantasy? If you if you're working with someone, Brian, and someone comes up to you and why should I join fantasy? What do you say? Yeah, I think for me, it it, it always comes back to just the uh, the socialization aspect of it. Absolutely, really getting to you know it 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 gives you more time with your friends. Uh, you know, in today's day and age, you know, a lot of a lot of us are getting older. Um, you've got people from all spectrums of life on fantasy football. You know, maybe you want to connect with family. Maybe you've got a nephew that you don't really talk to a lot or something and you get in like a family league. You know, it really gets you guys all together um, at least one day out of the week where you're definitely talking to each other. Um, yeah, I think that, that that's a huge thing, you know. Yeah, I, de- I, I definitely agree. I, I think it was, it, it started back in high school. It was, I'm in a different league now, but 
everyone that came together, it was kind of our way. We were going off to different colleges, doing, doing our own thing. And it was like, Oh, this will be a way we can keep in touch. And, and I have that with my, with my Fresno state league that I have. It's all my buddies from Fresno state. Uh, we, we have a couples league now, so it's just, yeah. Couples leagues are getting big, man. I, yeah. I don't, you know, I think uh, a lot of people, they, when they think of fantasy football, you know, just by nature, a lot of people just think it's a bunch of guys, but there's a lot of women in the leagues I play, I've played in, um, yeah. a lot, you know, all across the, the years I've played. Um, we've had lots of leagues, either couples leagues, um, just leagues with just anybody who wanted to join. And there's a lot more women who get involved than you might think. Yeah, actually my, my wife, uh, so we had our, we have my, my Fresno state league, right. With all my college buddies, all the wives and, and the girlfriends kind of from that league at the time, they were the girlfriends kind of just joined and made their own league and was like, okay, yeah. well screw it. If they're going to be talking with each other all the time and spending so much time on fantasy, all that stuff or whatever they wanted to as well. And yeah, and, they're watching the games with us. So why not? Exactly. It just makes and, sense. And that's actually, actually a great point. You just said uh, watching the games with us. Uh, Cause that, that's something that I think a lot of people don't really understand is that, even if you didn't play football or not a huge sports fan and uh, football is such a huge industry and everyone talks about it at work and just everywhere, but it is a way that makes watching games more interesting. Yeah, it, it definitely, especially if you're somebody, you know, who doesn't have a favorite team yeah, and you're not really into football, it really gives you a reason to watch. Yeah. Um, you know, specifically for me, you know, going back to pre 2005, before I started playing fantasy football, when I watched football, I kind of just watched the the two or three games that were on TV and didn't really pay any attention to any other games outside of that. Yeah. You know, just maybe flip through ESPN later on in the, in the evening and see highlights and scores. And you're like, Oh, that team won. Not really like a big deal. You know, now it's like, I've got to watch every game. I mean, they've got complete, you know, packages you can buy now, like the NFL Sunday ticket. Red zone. They've got the red zone, and they've got every single game up on, on the screen, and you're seeing everything. And you're, you're really paying attention to everywhere because you're like, okay, hey, i got a wide receiver from that team. I've got a running back from this team. I've got a quarterback playing in that game. So you're, like, all over the place trying to keep up with all this, and it, it makes it exciting, and it makes Sundays, you know, just that much more fun. Um, yeah, absolutely. It, it kind of it, it gets involved. And again, it's another thing that uh, with wives and husbands and girlfriends and boyfriends, whatever it may be partners, it's just the it, it brings you it can bring you together to talk about a common thing to keep that communication going. You brought up a good point about not not really having a team. Uh, I came across someone who's who was wearing a Baltimore Ravens jersey. And I was like, Oh, it was that a work thing. And I was like, Hey, are, are you from Baltimore? don't really see many Raven fans out here in California. And he was like, no, no, I just actually, I didn't really like football growing up. And my friends convinced me in college to, to join a fantasy football team. And I picked someone from the Ravens who ended up taking me and I won championship. And ever since then, I've been a diehard Raven fan. So yeah. uh, it, it can choose It'll your make team a for fan you. out of someone yeah It'll exactly make you, make you a fan when you win some big bucks real quick yeah absolutely <laughs> so it's just there's so much to do with with fantasy that can just kind of uh and it's all wrapped around socialization yeah Being, and then i mean what about the draft parties right oh my gosh check out next episode so for that fun, one man. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely go over that. We'll cover some of that stuff. That That's going to be a lot of fun. Draft parties have just always been my favorite thing. You know, of the entire season, draft parties are what I look forward to the most. It's like you're having your own NFL draft. And for me, you know, personally, the NFL draft is like waking up on Christmas morning for me. Oh, 100%. I love it. I love it. I, I'm, and people think I'm crazy. I watched all the way until the very last pick of the draft. I watch every single day, every single minute. I mean, my wife probably thinks I'm crazy because I literally am like, nope, nobody bug me. Nobody bother me. It's draft time. And that's how I am for fantasy football drafts too. I mean, when when we were in college and and that was when the, the NFL draft was just Saturday and Sunday. I mean, what I was up at six in the morning, going to the store, grabbing some meat to barbecue, grabbing some drinks, whatever it took, basically. What college kid is up at six in the morning on a Saturday getting ready? I'm in my Denver Broncos jersey then. I'm in my Denver Broncos jersey right now. Yeah. Uh, it's just the uh, dra- drafts are it. Again, Christmas Christmas morning, it's amazing. Same thing with the drafts. There's just so much time and energy kind of goes into kind of looking at it. And that's why we're here to help you guys out with the, the tools and the strategies. So our, our next episode, all draft stuff, check that out. We'll, we'll definitely help you out. All right. Uh, the, the, the section that I think some people have kind of uh, been looking forward to, especially our more experienced players, uh, talking about punishment leagues. Uh, obviously punishment leagues are just kind of those leagues that set up a punishment for that last place person uh, has to, has to follow through. Tell us, tell us a little bit about uh, your, your punishment for your, your league Bryson and how you guys have it set up. Nobody wants to be in last place when the season (laughs) ends. Nobody. I'm telling you the people who are, fighting for last are fighting harder to not come in last place than they are to the people who are trying to win the league. I, I, I promise you that, especially with some of these leagues where the punishments are pretty severe. Um, you know, the way that we structure them in our league is we have a vote on it pre pre draft. Um, so that way it's not based off of how your draft went and it might change your mindset of how you would have voted for a punishment. So we do everything pre draft. We all vote on, you know, we all throw our, our ideas in the, in the hat, right? You know, like, uh, you know, you're going to get paintball, though. We're going to throw tomatoes at you. You know, we're going to tar and feather you. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but whatever you decide on, then you put all of those ideas up for vote for the league. And whatever uh, punishment gets the most votes, that ends up being the punishment at the end of the league, uh, at the end of the season. Well, we did this last year. Um, we changed it up a little bit. So we, we did follow that same method, but we did the top three and then whoever won the league got the pick out of that top three. Oh, that's a good uh, idea. So it was a little bit more dependent on who ends up coming in last place and how much more you might hate that guy, <laughs> you know, you might, <laughs> might let someone off easy while you, you know, this other guy, you're like, Oh, I'm going to really stick it to that guy. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe he vetoed a trade of yours during the season. <laughs> so, you know, you might, you might use some of that stuff to your advantage and, and, and kind of go from, from that route. Yeah. I, uh, my, my Fresno league, we, we've been doing a punishment league for, for a while, kind of in college, kind of just started with just paying extra money, uh, because when you're in college, every dime matters when you're in college, but it, it quickly grew 
to to a nice uh, nice body wax. Uh, how's that body wax feeling for you, my boy Lance out there? Uh, <laughs> it sucks for you, bro. So I'm glad I've never been last place in my life. But we're we're changing it up. I I like the style you guys have within your league, where everyone kind of gets a vote. Uh, that way, it kind of kind of goes section. I think we're we're looking at the the Waffle House challenge this year. Yeah, yeah. Where you uh, tw- what is it? Twenty four waffles, and for every waffle you eat, you take an an hour off. Yeah, you got to stay in, in there for twenty four hours, and every waffle you eat takes an hour off. So yeah, that's a lot of waffles to get out of there. That's a lot of waffles, and that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be painful afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> 24, 24 Waffle House waffles. No, thank you. Yeah, but I've and, seen. And- I've seen leagues that's tattoos. Tattoos are pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm I'm tatted I, I think, up and I can't do it. I think that's the worst punishment. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there's not there's nothing worse than getting something on your body for life to be remembered as the guy who lost their fantasy league. You know, like <laughs> that that's got to be the worst. I mean, there's some there's some painful ones. There's some humiliating ones, but I think there's nothing worse than obviously a, a tattoo. Yeah, putting a a forever mark on you that calls you a loser, an idiot for for getting last places. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, and, definitely not the way to go there. And most of you newbies, I, I think most of the leagues that you guys are probably going to get into probably aren't as extreme as Bryducks and in my punishment leagues over here. But you here. should make them that extreme. You, you should, should have make fun. Them that extreme because it makes it more fun. It, Don't be scared. It, you'll be fine. All you got to do. Don't be intimidated. Is, Don't be scared. Li- listen to us. Listen to us. Yes. You won't get last place. I yes, I promise you. I promise you. You <laughs> listen to us. You follow our strategies, our guides, and and we will coach you along the way. Yeah, it's a uh, it it's fun. It it makes it fun, and it honestly, it just it provides accountability. Counts it provides the league accountability. Make sure everyone's paying attention, adding free agents, making sure people that are on buys aren't in their starting lineup. It it makes you log in multiple times a week to make sure that you're set up for that week. Otherwise, if you join a league that doesn't have one, you, that kind of slips through the cracks and you may not give it your full effort. Yeah, if, if you don't have those punishments, one of the things that I always noticed and why we really implemented them to begin with, and I think this isn't you know just something unique to me, it's probably common amongst all people who play fantasy football, is it makes those people stay engaged the whole season. Because once you start losing – and if you have nothing to win, you're already looking at the schedule. You're like, even if I win out, I have no chance of even making playoffs. You're just going to quit changing up your lineups. You're going to quit, you know, paying attention to the league. And you might give free wins to players I need to lose yeah. to jump them for playoffs and things of that nature. So it gets frustrating when people do that. Like, you know, we're, we're, we go this far into the season and then all of a sudden you're just not going to pay attention anymore because you don't have a chance. It's like, yeah, you, when you implement those punishments into your league, these people will pay attention to the very last snap of the season. I can promise you that. Yeah. I think uh, a couple years ago, Aaron Rodgers taking that knee lost people a game. <laughs> yeah. Lost people a game. <laughs> yeah. So it, it it definitely can come down to the last snap. That's an example that it can come down to the last snap, and you could could determine whether you're last or last or not. So yeah, it's a it, it's fun. It, it, it's definitely fun, and we got some um, closing remarks here. Uh, just want to obviously thank thank the audience for for joining us here for our our launch episode. 
uh, next episode. Trio. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we are, we got three episodes, two other episodes that you can listen to right after this one. So just take the day off. Just listen to us all day. Follow us on, on social media. Yeah. Instagram, you got us at fantasy football BS, fantasy football BS. And on Twitter, you got us at fantasy FBBS. And uh, again, you know, just want to uh, also thank the, the listeners uh, taking a listen to, to this episode. This episode really is just a kickoff, get to know us. Um, so we're, we're going to be getting into more strategy and, and a little bit more uh, structured uh, agenda moving here forward. So when you, when you go ahead, take a listen and, and hopefully you guys like what you hear. Yeah, and uh, also want to throw this out here. Uh, thank you for uh, thank you, Kayla, and thank you to my wife Megan over here. Uh, this is it's gonna be a process, and yep, <laughs> you might be ta- we might be talking with each other more than we talk to you guys during uh, <laughs> during the fantasy. <laughs> that, that probably already happens. <laughs> yeah, it probably does. <laughs> now this just gives us an excuse. <laughs> exactly. Uh, All right, guys, thanks so much. Thank you. I got to crack open that next beer. So see you guys. Listen to the next episode. Peace out.